Hello and welcome to another edition of The Mayor on Air. I am the mayor of Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe, driver of the number five aero electronics car in the Verizon IndyCar series. We are here for another great show lined up. I say it's a great show, I really have no idea because we never know what we're doing on these. It's all kind of, you know, flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, obviously, Mayor on Air here on Sirius 212, XM 209, and big exciting news for the show. We're going to have these podcasts up on iTunes pretty soon now because... Let's face it, some people are busy when the show airs, and they still want to hear the magic that's happening right here in this room, which today is actually uh, inside the beautiful media center here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So that's exciting news for the show, but the most exciting thing today is our guest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to welcome to the town of Hinchtown, Mr. Simon Pagenaud. Hello, hello. I am very impressed. That's a pretty impressive introduction. <laughs> it almost it almost sounds like I've done this before. Yeah, it, looks, it almost sounds like I know gosh, what I'm doing. It's incredible. I don't know how you do it. It's just you were born with a given gift. Uh, yes, and we're still trying to figure out what that gift is. <laughs> what we're really hoping, we're, I think we're going to make a breakthrough any day now and uh, and put a finger on that. Simon, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Very much appreciated. We had your teammate on last week. Which one? Elio Castroneves. Oh, that must have been fun. It was fun. You know him. He's a fun guy. Yeah, but it's, he can't dance on the radio. He can't, but we talked about it. We covered it. We... Uh, we got, uh, we got through the Dancing with the Stars current season, kind of getting him to explain where he thought things were going. And Are you a Dancing with the Stars fan? No. Yeah. Well, no. No, me neither. I tried to, <laughs> I tried to like play it up like I was, and I said, what about this guy? He said, James, he was on the last season. <laughs> totally busted. Anyway, let's get right into it. First off, uh, this is a somewhat loosely associated with IndyCar racing show, so we should probably cover some IndyCar racing. First thing I want to do is let's recap last race in Barber, uh, very exciting race. It was. Easily the best awesome. one of the, of the season so far. Joseph Newgarden taking his first victory. Tell us a, a little bit about your day. Oh, man, it was, uh, I think it was a great show, to be honest. It was, it was really good to see uh, the Honda cars running strong. Um, you know, Chevy uh, trusted, uh, trusted the, front, uh, the front in qualifying, but um, it, was, it was a good race. I mean, Barber is always a good place for passing. There's always different strategies and different tire wear. Um, Obviously, um, we got caught out by the yellow on the, on the 22 car, and uh, that cost us dearly because we were, we were looking strong behind Elio and, and Joseph at the time. I think we would have had a shot at trying to, to go for it at the end, but um, we cycled back at the back of the pack, managed to come back ninth in the end. Uh, lots of good running, actually. I was behind you. Uh, lots of good running. Uh, some drivers were out of their minds, to <laughs> some, be honest. Some questionable driving yes, behavior. <laughs> questionable, exactly. But, uh, but I had fun. I mean, it was, uh, it was good racing. Let's let's talk about the questionable behavior for a moment. Do you think? I mean, obviously there was there was the odd penalty dealt out. I think Will obviously got one for the clash with Taku. Um, Coletti, I believe, got one for hitting James Jakes. Yep. Do you think that the series was too lenient? Should there maybe have been some more? I don't know. Let's say call it mm, blocking calls. Maybe <laughs> there were some. There were a lot of blocking actually. I was surprised. Uh, some of the drivers I won't mention were not called out for it, but uh, there was some rubbing as well, some uh, retaliation as well. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty intense. But everyone says it was the best race of the year. So I guess yeah. that poses the question: Do we want IndyCar to step in more and and kind of really enforce the rule as it's written? Because I'm sorry, they they didn't. 
in, in Barber? Or do we want to be allowed to race like that? Because the racing was exciting, at least from the fans' point of view. What do you think? I think we should be allowed to race. We should be allowed to touch. You know, we should obviously never put, take a driver out. But uh, there should always be room left for the driver to pass. Because otherwise, you're taking away any possibility to pass. So, you know, there was a point where we had to give a certain gap. Uh, to the driver initiating the pass, and I thought that was a good rule. So you think, for the most part, we should we should try and lean on the on the series to kind of enforce the rule as it's written, because as it's written is is pretty good. It's, as long yeah. as you're not moving in reaction, yeah, and then you can drift back as long as you've still given them a lane to race, yeah, and and that's how it should. I, go. I just think personally, maybe it's because I was involved in one of those this year, but I think you know, you you can defend your line, you can defend the position, but you should let leave at least one lane for the driver to pass you. For sure. Did you, I agree completely. Did you watch the race broadcast once you got home? I always do. On always Monday, do. that's my Sunday basically. I drink a glass of wine and check the race. Okay, I love it, I love your style. <laughs> We're big big proponents of that here on the Mariner. Um, let, let me ask you this. Did you then also laugh as hard as I did when Will got on the radio asking why he was given a drive-through penalty? I did. Okay, good. I think everybody did. <laughs> you know, I don't think he saw uh, Taku. I think, you know, he may have slid off the racetrack and I don't know. I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's weird. It was just, it was classic. For those that didn't see it, he comes out of the pits. Taku's on the racing line at speed and he basically just drove straight from pit out into the side of Takuma and spun him out. And the fact that when he uh, was told on the radio he was given a drive through penalty, he got <laughs> very agitated and said, for what? <laughs> I just, I know, I, I had to laugh. I thought it was funny. Um, all right, so Barber in the Books, best race of the season. Hopefully that's a trend we can continue, and we want to continue it right here. We are, of course, back at IMS Grand Prix of Indianapolis. One of the reasons we wanted you on the show is you are, of course, the defending and inaugural and to date only rate. You have won 100% of the, of the road course races here. That's a cool statistic. That's a great one. A, I like this. There I like, you go. Can we leave it like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, right? You have the chance yeah, to keep that record going chance. in a couple That's days. Right. So exactly. Tell us a little bit about what you think is going to happen here. Well, you know, it's hard to know, really. I mean, racing is is really strong, even with the new Aero Kit. I mean, racing has been amazing at Barber. I think we're going to see that happening again this weekend. Um, you know, I think you know the race last. Year, I just watched the race last year. Actually, I was just on the computer watching it again, and the race was really cool last year. Lots of passing. Lots of different strategy again. That's what I heard. I think, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, that's right. But you I heard. Remember. <laughs> I heard well, it was a great race. First race. Yeah, I, I was told you won. That's why I hope I didn't get that wrong because I, I, I didn't actually remember that. No, yeah, it was actually weird. Uh, the when you stopped on the racetrack, you were so composed, but you were out of it. Bizarre. So bizarre. Very bizarre. I think I was more composed, concussed than I am normally. <laughs> totally fine. And you know what? It's your fault, by the way. I heard, yeah, I actually I saw this today. Yeah, yeah. You, I felt bad for you. You. Well, it wasn't my fault. No, it was my wing. It was not your wing. It was not your, wing. It was not your fault. Never I'm, any I'm driver's totally fault. Kidding. Never, ever. Never, ever. never has any incident on track ever been a driver's fault. I just once. want to say exactly. That's the typical uh, tendency of a driver. It's just never our fault. 
You know what? That's true. <laughs> it's true. I think there's actually, I think when you sign up to become a racing driver, they actually, there's a secret society that mails you a handbook of excuses <laughs> for every possible yeah. scenario. Yeah. And we have them all memorized by we our do. first ever race. It, we it's, do. it's quite a talent, actually. It is. It is quite a talent. Um, do you think this track is going to suit Chevys better than Hondas, Hondas better than Chevys? Is it going to be closer? Or do you think it's going to be similar to what we've seen so far? I think it's going to be similar to what we've seen uh, so far. I think it's you know it's only going to depend on who who decides to run more or less aero on the car and, and who goes faster or not on the fast on the straight faster in the corners you get to decide your aero level and I think that's going to be to who is the smartest uh, on that choice and uh, and quite frankly if there aren't too many yellows uh, it's going to be about uh, qualifying. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. But it's cool. Like you said, the setup of this track allows for a couple different options, going low drag, going yeah. for the big speed, so it should be cool. All right, really quick before we go to break, uh, your top three prediction, not including yourself. No? No. Oh, come on. No, come on. That's the, oh, come don't take on. the fun out of it. Okay. Top three? Uh-huh. That's a good one. Um, wow. So I can't, I, can't, I can't win. No. I hate that. Yeah. You're not even in the race. I'm not in the race. Well, actually, you might like this one, but I'm going to say Castro Neves. Okay. You. Okay, it's very kind of you. Uh, because I do think the Honda's going to be good here. And, um, yeah, I'm going to throw one out there. Chavez. There you go. There you go. Brian Hart was very quick here last yeah. year with Jack Hawksworth. That is actually brilliant. Elio, myself, and Chavez. I love it. Pagano, thank you very much. That's the first segment in the books. We're going to jump to a quick break. What's your favorite song? Uh, no woman, no cry. There you go. We're going to listen to a little Bob Marley on the break, back with the mirror on air and Simon Pagano just after this. Down. 
And we are back. I hope you enjoyed Bob Marley. I think we all did. That was, of course, at the request of Mr. Simon Pagino, my guest on the Mayor On Air, Sirius 212 XM 209. Simon, what's what's with the Bob Marley? Is that is that like is he kind of your is he your spirit guide, Bob Marley? You know, that's one thing is uh, you know I seem very intense, always very serious, but there's a side of me that's just really relaxed. And when I retire, I'd like to be on an island and enjoy time, smoke weed. Yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> when you're retired, I mean, if you go to Colorado, it's not an island, but you know, it's yeah, fine. Exactly. Technically, it's legal there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think it's great. Who who are some of your other kind of musical inspirations Taylor Swift no that was a joke I can't tell I kind of like her, her. I like her. I it's hard not great. to like Tay Tay she's got some yeah. very very catchy tunes she does what's your favorite Taylor Swift song you and feel free to sing it if you don't know no, the title no I can't sing it but I don't know the title that's the problem well how does it go uh, what's the last the one that's the most on air Oh God, I don't know, man. I mean, other than Mare on Air, I don't come listen on, to you radio. To that. We all listen. No, nope, no idea. You have to sing yeah, it for me. Maybe it'll come back right to me. Now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe sing it, it'll come back. I like Pink. She's fun too. Pink. You know, I saw her in concert yeah, in London, awesome. and it was phenomenal. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of her songs, I won't say I love them, but all right. But she covered some like classic rock music. The girl's got a voice. The girl has got pipes. She can sing. There's no doubt about it. And she can entertain. Her performances were awesome. Yeah, she's You ever seen awesome. her in concert? No, no, I just, no, never. 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 No, right. she's pretty awesome. Give me one more. One more? I'm uh, not much of a music guy, but. Apparently uh, not. No. Like it's you not got a wide range, though. You went from Taylor Swift yeah, to know. Bob Marley in one step. I know. I feel like you're yeah. missing all uh, of music. I like, um, I don't like the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles so much. What is it called? The guys that are coming here? What's the name of it? Florida Georgia Line? No, the guys that are coming. Oh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. That's right. They are very good. Yeah. They are classic. I don't know how Keith Sorry, Keith my brain Richards is a little slow dead. today. I hope it speeds up by tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to be, on, up I'm gonna be on track with you, so it's going to be... Anyway, all right, look, we got a little game. This is actually a segment we call Shooting the Bleep, which okay. is literally just you and me talking about whatever comes to mind, be it Taylor Swift or something else. And in this case, we're going to go with something else. All right. As you know, I'm Canadian. Yes. You did know that, right? I, I knew that. I'd be kind of offended if you didn't at least know that. No, no I knew okay. that. It would be hard not to know that. Okay. So I am going to read you a list of possible Canadian cities. Okay. I'm going to list you the name of some cities, and you are going to tell me whether or not these are, in fact, real cities. Okay. 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 Pretty go. straightforward. Yeah. Now, keep in mind that up north, we drink a lot of beer. And we and we are constantly jacked up on maple syrup. Okay. So whoever named these cities was likely it was likely on those doing some concoction, mm-hmm. some mix of those two things. Okay. All right. First that one. Makes sense, still. First one. Saint Louis du Haha, Quebec. Is this a real city or did I make that up? Real. Amazingly, you are absolutely <laughs> correct. For some reason, there is a place called Saint Louis du Haha. In Quebec, <laughs> I have never been, but I well, hear it's a very jovial place. It sounds so French. It had to be from Quebec. It had to be from Quebec. <laughs> okay. Is there a place called Nottawa, Ontario? Yes. See, that was kind of a trick. You're, you're right. Annoyingly, you're right. <laughs> because that was a trick question. Because the capital of the country is Ottawa. 
And evidently, they kind of got like, they ran out of names, and they just like, well, let's chuck an N in front of Ottawa, and they came up with Nottawa, and that is a real city in Ontario, which just blows me away. Two for two. Two for two. All right, let's see if he can get the hat trick here. Okay. Krebs, Ontario. No. You're absolutely right. It is not yes! real. It is not real. <laughs> For those of you that know, you know, uh, Simon uh, does probably the world's best <laughs> Jean Girard impression, so we had to throw some sort of... Too. And the best crepes, too. Oh, I'll have to try some. Yes, I make the best crepes. Do you? Yeah. I'll drop off some Hinchtown Hammerdown. You can feed me my crepes. Okay. Deal. Deal. That sounds like a great, you can make it great train. Pad okay, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We got we got buses Just with kitchens. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. We'll figure it out. Uh, all right, three for three. This is not going very well for me. I thought we were gonna we were gonna get him. So it's a hat trick. Yeah, but we got more. So you got well, the hat trick, but I got the hat we're not trick. done yet. All right. What's done is done. Do you believe that there is a place called Head Smashed In Buffalo Jump in Alberta? No. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what? I wouldn't either, but there is. There is. There's a place called Head Smashed In Buffalo Jump in Alberta. Really? For real. Dude, they must have been <laughs> drinking a lot of beer in Alberta that day. Because that is absolutely out of control to me. But okay. That's pretty cool. Okay. How about how about some how like casual conversation? Oh, so Simon, where'd you grow up? <laughs> oh, you know, just this little town, head smashed in Buffalo Jump up in Alberta. Like literally nobody would take that seriously. Nobody would believe you. No, it takes a while to say it too. I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm gonna go visit. I desperately want to go visit old HSIPJ. I see the picture with the sign. The sign, 100. percent I was like, there's a place called Hell. I think it's in Arizona, right? There's a hell. place called it's called Hell. It says Welcome <laughs> to Hell. All right, next one. Is there a town called Happy Adventure, Newfoundland? Newfoundland. That's the province. So that is a town called Happy okay. Adventure in Newfoundland. I would say yes. I mean, it, sound, it would be, sounds, sounds like great. a nice place. Yeah. And Adventure. once again, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> Happy Adventure is the name of a town in Newfoundland. Is that right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're a little different out there. Are they? The Newfies what, what's are... What's so uh, happy about it? I don't know. You don't know? No, I, I, think, I think they're just trying to kid themselves, <laughs> if I'm honest. That's a good... Yeah. Yes. I feel like they realize yeah. where they're living is actually not that nice, <laughs> and it's just a way to try and keep morale up. The town mayor, you know, wanted that changed. Happy Adventure Newfoundland. Crazy. All right, on to the next one. This is a good one. Okay. Is there or is there not a town in Saskatchewan called Power? <laughs> we had to find that name, right? Because if there is, I mean, Will Power is your teammate. Is where, there where, a Power is it? Saskatchewan? I say no. You cannot fool this man. There is no power Saskatchewan. This man. is pure luck. This is no, you. no. You are a you are a geographic I'm genius. I'm gonna keep my luck for this weekend. Yeah, it's true. I mean, this is actually a bad sign for the rest of us. All right, one left. Is Hinchtown, Ontario, a real place? Yes, it, it is. absolutely is. You're 100 percent right. Absolutely, and you can Google Map it. I'm not even making that up. It is on Google Maps. You can look up Hinchtown. We might get producer Brian to look it up. Producer Brian doesn't like doing fun things, though. No? No. So we haven't really introduced the listeners to uh, the Mayor on Air, to our producer Brian, because his nickname is, is Buzzkill Brian. Buzzkill Brian. Anytime that we try and do something fun, Brian's sitting there in the background waving his finger at us and, you know, not giving smiling. me not smiling, inappropriate hand gestures. It's my job. And there we go. He's looked it up right now on the computer. Hinchtown, located at 100 Princes Boulevard, which is, ironically, the start-finish line 
of the racetrack in Toronto. It's on Google Maps. It's on Google Maps. It's got to be real. You have power. I... Well, there's no power in Saskatchewan. <laughs> we know that much. There's no. Well, it's funny. You know what? It's, it's funny. I tell all my friends, you know, all my friends know I race Indy cars. Nobody's impressed by that. I tell them I have a beer. All of a sudden, it's a big deal. I think that's why I got the French stretch name too. After the th- well, I made the city. Up. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not go. It's the best way to get yeah, elected. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Make up. I mean, I wish I could have a city on my name too, but and I got a racetrack. Yeah, I got a racetrack. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Shooting the bleep with Simon Pagano. We are here. It's the mayor on air. You could, you know, you did two. Well, you know, maybe you've used up all your luck, and I so the not. wake's not I the race not. isn't going to go as, as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are back after another quick break with Mr. Simon Pagano. Do you have another song? Maybe something Taylor Swift? Maybe something Rolling Stones that you want to hear? The Eye of the Tiger. Okay, it is neither, but we will go with the Eye of the Tiger <laughs> to get jacked up for this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, Eye of the Tiger. Back with more after this. And there we go, coming back amazingly and bizarrely from Eye of the Tiger, as requested by my guest on the Mayor on Air, Mr. Simon Pagano. We are here, Sirius 212, XM 209. Thanks for tuning in. We are now in segment three. It is called segment three because it is segment three, and that's just the name of it. That's, that's just, just that's just three. it. Number it's three. just segment three. And in segment three, we like to do a little thing called trick or tweet. And what trick or tweet is, is you get the choice as the guest to either perform a magic trick for everybody, okay. or you have to answer Twitter questions from fans. <laughs> okay, I gotta put out my cards. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> oh, I didn't bring his cards, <laughs> so I guess you stuck with the Twitter questions. All right, we're gonna get straight to it because there are so many great replies for this one. This is by far the best uh, best response we've seen. Right off the bat, Mike Murphy wants to know: Would you rather own a duck-sized horse or a horse-sized duck? Horse-sized duck. A horse-sized duck. For sure. And why? I mean, can you imagine what you could do with that thing? What would you want to? What would you, you do with a horse-sized duck on Friday night? Would you now? ride it? Yeah, I would ride it. Yeah. You could would downtown, in front of the in front of the bars and stuff. You could start. You, you could, could start a it. business doing duck-drawn carriage rides. That's right. Around downtown. That's right. I, you know, I that imagine might be very popular. Actually. They would make some uh, yeah. make some interesting noises. All right, Trevor Anthony, who <laughs> is a beloved friend of ours, oh, no. wants to know oh, no. how do you take your French toast? How do I take it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you put on your French toast? Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> they just call it toast in France. So like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's toast actually. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, butter and raspberry jam. Raspberry jam, not a maple syrup guy. Oh, bon maman, raspberry not, jam. Not sure how I feel about the lack of maple syrup in that answer, but <clears throat> but to each I his own. Know. Raspberry jam. Okay. Uh, has have you ever considered <laughs> growing a mustache like your dad's? 
How do people know my dad has a moustache? Because you're famous. <laughs> and by extension, your dad is quasi-famous. Well, actually, just like I told you the other day, um, he wears a tie, so I don't wear a tie. He wears a moustache, so I don't wear a moustache. No moustache. All right. He's, this is, this is how he rebels against his father, who he loves. Uh, do you dream in French or English? Uh, it depends. <laughs> depends. <laughs> depends on the dream. Okay. Actually, most of the time in English now. Yeah. Uh, is the rumor that the newest Penske driver must iron the other driver's shirts actually true? Who is he? Who's that driver? Is there a fifth one? No. It's oh. Shit. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> you thought you had some more competition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, they're starched. They're you starched. They, they're they're dry to, cleaned. They, they, they show up like that. Exactly. They, like they would they trust. Don't move. Like they would trust any of you lot with an iron. I have my own iron, my little mini iron board in the in the bus. No, nobody, no one on that team should be trusted with an iron. Would you? <laughs> would you give Montoya an iron? No. Would you give Will People an iron? Never used it. I mean, Elio's might maybe use it for his hair. Maybe that's how it gets that slick back look. Yeah. Maybe that's Team Hot Steam. Hey, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe we got the secret. Katie Donner would like to know if there was a movie produced about your life, who would play you and why? 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 Wow. Who would play me? Mm -hmm. Well, Tom Cruise, because I love Days of Thunder. You but realize that's short. also the movie that was basically spoofed in Talladega Nights. Yes. What's Will Ferrell like in real life? Man, he's awesome. <laughs> I love Will Ferrell. He's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Jenna Fryer, who I know you know, and Amy Conrath, who I know you know. Oh, those two. Those two. They want to know if you'd consider a role in the Fifty Shades of Grey sequel. Absolutely, I would. Absolutely, there you go. Do you have acting uh, ambitions? Oh yeah, someday. Yeah, you want to yeah. be an actor? I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I would. I, would not, I don't know if I would be good at it, but I would try. This one's a little personal, and I'm not sure how you're gonna like it. Troy Brown wants to know what's your worst shower experience. Worst shower experience. Hmm. Oh, it wasn't too long ago. I put my uh, put my neck. Really bad in the shower, stretching. You stretch in the shower. I do stretch in the shower most most days. Yeah. Most days you stretch in the yeah, shower. Yeah. It's Good. nice. I you will try. have to try that. Yeah, that's, nice. that's a first. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. wow, most just days. all bent over in oh, the yeah. chest, the stretching thing. it all out. Whole thing, yeah. That's and just I, and I something. And I put my so bad. Oh, it hurts so bad for weeks. Maybe you should stretch on the floor instead. <laughs> Less likely to pull something. Um, uh, are you a, are you a boobs guy or a bum guy? Bum guy. You're a bum guy. There you go. All right. Yep. Up and down. And we will do one more here. Uh, <laughs> it's getting personal. This is this one's getting yeah. bad. AJ Hazel wants to know: Has a girl ever made you wear just your helmet after a hot date? No, unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, is that something that you would have liked to have experienced? Why not? Really? It could be fun. <laughs> That's fun. Well, I mean, you know, you're you. Uh, I've never seen you walk around town in your helmet, uh, but you do know a thing or two about fashion. You've been very involved, especially this last week around town in fashion, mm -hmm. right? That's right. You had the Rev Indie event. That's right, which was very fashion forward. Lots of well dressed people, and then you had another event last night, right? Yes. You were. So what's what is this? Is, is fashion a thing of yours, or is this relatively new? Well, like I said to you the other day, I was born like that. You know, it's, just it's born with an immaculate taste in fashion. Of mine, I've always liked. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, wearing a suit. You it's know, just, it's so, just tough looking this good all the time, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, I'm lucky that uh, people want to address me up like Sand. Bam, which you were right, is Danish. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and they have those super cool uh, clothes, so I love, I love, I love having nice clothes. We So we had this event, the Rev event, uh, on the, the 2nd of May here at the Speedway, and I got the invitation. The invitation said dressy casual, okay? Yeah, so, so I look better than you, basically. So I showed up, <laughs> I showed up with like a kind of casual blazer, but a button-up shirt, but the top button undone. And a tie, but not done up all the way, right? Which was cool. And then jeans, but then like nice shoes, because it was like it was a combination. I thought of like dressy up top, and then ca- it was like the it was like the outfit mullet. You know, it was like dressy up top and then casual at the bottom. You know, you know, it was business up top, party at the bottom. I I would say I probably looked like like a C list band member. <laughs> Like a guy that's come up to a war show, he's like in the same band that he's been with his friends since college, and they had like one hit that made it to fourth on the charts, <laughs> but then it also ended up in like a Kia commercial, so it's like kind of more famous mm-hmm. than it really mm-hmm. should be. Picture that guy, that's how I was dressed. Wow, you're pretty harsh on yourself. You thought, I, you thought it looked all right? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. See, exactly, exactly. <laughs> C-list band member with his top four hit. That was how I showed up. You, of course, rocking a beautiful suit. Are we going to see more fashion-y type things from you in the future? I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to, we can get an event going. We can, we can do stuff. Uh... When's the GQ cover happening? <clears throat> I hope so, man. Would that be cool? That'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, actually, I've been invited to an event in New York with uh, with a few uh, a few people from uh, from those kind of magazines. So we'll see. What are you gonna wear to this event? Because you gotta you gotta show it off if you're yeah, gonna get the, the thing. Get, the, get the part. You know what I would love? And if I win Indy 500, what the plan is? Snakeskin suit. I know. I feel you. I was thinking the same thing. A red suit. A red suit. I always dreamt about a red suit. Like bright red? No, like, like burgundy. A, like, like a, a bit like yeah, Ron Burgundy. Like a Merlot. You know? Almost. That suit Ron Burgundy wears. Oh, you want one of those? Uh, a little brighter. A little brighter. Yeah. Double breasted. Yeah. And then last night, I gotta tell you this. I right. found those shoes. Yeah. Those amazing shoes. It was cork. They were made of cork. Made you know of, I love wine, right? Right. I assume you're saying cork. For all the listeners out cork. there, they're made of yeah. cork. That, yes. That word. That word. Wonderful. Yes. And on that bombshell, <laughs> I think it's time we check out Simon Pagino. Thank you so much for being our guest here in the Mayor on Air. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Make sure to uh, tune in next week. We will be doing this crazy thing again. And check iTunes as you will see this show uh, in podcast form in the near future. Thank you so much for checking us out. Take care.